Tucson Business Radio is proud to present Home Care Today, where the veil is lifted and we navigate our way through the Tucson home care industry. Proudly sponsored by Caring Senior Service Tucson. Your hosts, Cindy Scheller and Mark Bishop. And welcome, everyone, to Home Care Today, proudly sponsored by Caring Senior Service. And you know who that is? Tucson's leading home care provider. Your hosts are... Cindy Scheller. And Mark Bishop. And we aim to lift the veil on home care today and navigate our way through with experienced guest partners. Our mission is to ensure that you, our listeners, come away with loads of information that's helpful to you. Our guests for this episode are Frank Brown, personal trainer and owner of Tucson Corrective Exercise, and and Sina Kimbrell. She is the owner and practitioner at Old Pueblo Acupuncture. Welcome to Home Care Today. Thank you for having us. Hi, Cindy. Hey, Frank. Nice to have you. Frank, you relocated to Tucson. We'd love to find out a little bit about our guests. We've got a solid hour to go, so we delve into a lot of different things and a lot of topics mainly, but we like to find out, don't we, Cindy, a little bit about you. I mean, um, it's a great story. It is. You've done well, and you deserve, you know, credit where it's due. You relocated to Tucson only when you were 22. Uh, You have an AS from PCC, and you attended U of A. And ASU Online, and you also hold multiple certifications in the exercise field, including a degree from personal training school. Do me a favor. Will you just clarify some of those for us, Frank? AS and PCC? So that's an associate's in science. It's basically a completion of all the undergraduate classes in in the science field. It's things mm-hmm. everybody has to take when you're pursuing a further education in some science-related education. Fabulous. Thank you for that. I never would have known. You learn things every day, don't you, Cindy? Absolutely. And earlier this year, I think you've got something there on that. Um, yeah. I mean, did you not uh, just publish a book? Yes, yes. It's called Use It or Lose It, and it's all about uh, keeping uh, seniors... Uh, living optimal quality of life through lifestyle management. So it's a quick read. Um, I think it's only about maybe 25 pages, depending on the format you're looking at. Um, We don't have a hard copy yet because I can't seem to get around to getting a cover made. And I tried to do it myself on my computer, but I'm just not that computer literate. (laughs) You need a graphic artist, Frank. Yeah, and I have one, and we started working on it. And it just kind of, we've just gotten so busy over the last few months, it just kind of fell apart. So there it is. It's, uh, it's available on Amazon in, uh, what do you call it, ebook format. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And um, I think it's a dollar. I'm a little jealous. You can't argue with that. Yeah. I know. I'm a little jealous. I've always wanted to write a book or two, and I think it's on my bucket list, uh, but I haven't gotten around to it. It's not easy. I know. Writing a book, like, and I knew it wasn't going to be easy going in, but your brain has all this information that you've collected through the years of whatever you've been doing with your life and kind of sorting it all and and making sense without repeating yourself over and over again. So did you have an editor, Frank, or did you have somebody help you put it together or you did it yourself? um, I did it mostly myself, but I had some friends, um, Lori Regal. 
Uh-huh. She edited it. Uh, she did the last editing. My mom did a round of editing. Cool. And it took me so long to write it. <laughs> that, right. Um, well, there you go. But I'm not that eloquent of a writer or a speaker. Well, the, the objective of the whole thing is to help your readers, no doubt, right? Exactly. And um, Tucson Corrective Exercise, your your company now, it was founded by accident, actually, wasn't it, in 2013, after you taught an exercise class at Starfish on River Hills. Is that how the story goes, Frank? Yeah, I never really, um, I never really intended to start a home-based uh, geriatric exercise company, but um, I had actually had written a business plan to open up a facility that was geared for seniors only because there's fitness centers going up all over the place, right. but none of them cater to seniors directly. Mm. Like there are places that mm. do a little bit better with seniors than others, right? but none of them really hit the nail on the head when it comes to, you know, just provide. targeting seniors to to really look after them and especially. having the appropriate equipment right, and the appropriate right. staff that um knows how to work with seniors like i see it all the time i go into a gym and somebody's just got an 85 year old <laughs> jumping up onto a box and i'm just like oh boy oh my gosh yeah. oh why my gosh. what and i never say anything because that's not my place but i'm just right. thinking to myself like oh my god like when is she gonna jump she well, can barely walk. There you go. When is she going to jump? Well, listen, credit to you. You saw a niche, okay? And over the last eight years, I think you and your team, you know, you've helped hundreds of seniors now. Hundreds. Regain the ability to walk. You know, it's not, not an easy thing. And improve other functions necessary. And this is to help them live, you know, life a lot more independently, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Independence is everything. From the time we're children, we strive for independence, for, as soon as we can crawl, we start crawling so we can explore and do things. Mm -hmm. And then pretty soon we're, we're walking and um, driving and all these different things as we, we grow up and we move away from our parents and away from childhood. And that becomes a big part of who we are psychologically. Mm -hmm. um, you can't, when people lose their independence, it's the most devastating it's the most devastating mm -hmm. thing to them like and even even things that aren't just take for granted sort of thing like even things that aren't connected to their independence anymore but because their brain associates it with independence like driving right right a lot of our clients are very wealthy they can have drivers right. drive them around right. they don't mm -hmm. need to drive if you can have a driver you don't need to drive that's not hindering your independence but because you for so many years have associated that ability yes. to your independence you're it's like devastating when they lose the ability to drive my <laughs> word it is i can personally my my father-in-law has just gone through that yeah. this month so and they don't I, think about know, calling an Uber, I could Uber, relate Mark. to it, you know. Yeah, yeah, they don't think about calling an Uber or Lyft or anything like that. No, it's, it's hard to, to let go. It's something that, that you've got as an individual. Yeah. It's your independence, you know what I mean? Look, let's talk about the expansion before we go to Santa Cindy. This expansion that you've now having, Frank, I mean, uh, you're currently working on uh, senior living uh, facilities, aren't you? In Scottsdale as well, you're expanding. You've done pretty good, except COVID's hurt you a little, like everybody. A lot? <laughs> yeah, a lot. We lost <laughs> How about, about a lot? <laughs> we lost about 70% of our clientele last year to oh COVID-19 because um, we really, our entire business model 
and our sales process was built around referrals inside senior living. So 10-bed AL homes, senior living communities. Mm -hmm. And when they totally lock down and prohibit anybody from entering, uh, we we can't go in. So, I mean, it's, That's you know. rough. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to talk about Senna next. And you have a master's in acupuncture and oriental medicine. Woo! And you got that in 2011, right? Yes. Okay. And you opened Old Pueblo Acupuncture in 2013, correct? Yeah. And um, it was a good year, Frank, right? 2013? Yeah. Right. Just to think, year, both right? of you launched wonderful <laughs> new companies. That's here. amazing. And you guys are full service, yeah. Chinese Medical Clinic, right? Yep. So, can you explain that to our listeners? Like, what does Chinese medicine encompass and what do you do? Yeah. So, it's a full traditional Chinese medical clinic. And what that means is we can treat a wide array of conditions. And the typically what we see the most um, would be like pain, right? We see a lot of pain, right? Mm -hmm. Neck pain, shoulder pain, back pain, hip pain. And then we work with a, a sometimes an older clientele as well. So you have a lot of maybe hip replacement, knee mm -hmm. replacements, knee replacements and right. recovering from that. So lots of pain, right? Headaches, all kinds of pain. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of anxiety, insomnia, depression, um, and any digestive disorders. So anything, right? Irritable bowel, gut issues, um, bloating, Right, weight gain, you name it, yeah. you can treat it. You know, That's you what can, I'm hearing. Well, speaking of <laughs> yeah. that, what, what give us an idea of some of the treatments that you use or, or, yeah. or how you go about, you know, killing this pain. Right. So as a standard treatment, right, we, you come in, we get to know you, figure out what your patterns are, right? Like if you're having a headache, why are you having the headache? If you're having back pain, why are you having the back pain? Right. So we can then customize the treatment to you according to what you have. Mm -hmm. And then we offer a full clinic. So that would mean that we offer acupuncture, acupressure, cranial sacral therapy, massage, um, diet, nutrition, herbs, you know, depending mm -hmm. on what you might need. You do that um, moxibustion? Yep, moxibustion. Yeah, I've had that. <laughs> I had that once in Sydney. I was in so much pain, and I had a theatre to do that night, and I, there was nothing. I, you know, I wasn't going to fill myself up with Tylenol and all that jazz, and I finally found this guy in Chinatown, and it was the first time I'd experienced... I'd had needles before and all the rest of it, but this was the first time I had experienced moxibustion, and it was for uh, the sciatica, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it was painful. I could not remove this one. No. And I tell you what, within two hours, it was yeah. amazing. It's amazing. And yeah, moxibustion is one of my favorites. Yeah, little, little little pyramids of uh, the stuff they put on your body <laughs> and they burn it down. And, you know, oh it's, it's amazing. Now, why does it work? Come on. Well, moxibustion works by getting into the joints and it warms up the synovial sacs of the joints. So you can use it for arthritis, osteoarthritis. Um, it kind of lubricates, helps lubricate those joints. Okay. And if you're using it specifically in a muscle bed that they might have done for the sciatica, it relaxes that muscle bed and puts heat in it. It's kind of like getting a, a deep tissue hot pack. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's how it works. So what is acupuncture good for then? It's good for all those th type of things we said earlier, like pain, anxiety, depression, insomnia, digestive disorders. Um, that's kind of my top five I see a lot because those are the people that fall through the cracks right. in mm -hmm. Western medicine, mm -hmm. right, where 
you know, X, Y, and Z is working, but not quite. Or, you know, hey, I'm still having this insomnia. I can't go to sleep. I have a hard time falling asleep. I can't stay asleep. Well, I know it really works for um, our agency director. She gets acupuncture. She loves old Pueblo medicine, and she swears by it. Yeah. So, because a lot of people, you know, Cindy, as soon as they see a needle, they freak. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, they drop on the side of a needle, to be honest with you, but it's not painful, is it? I mean, well, it's not, I wouldn't say it's not really painful. The needles are really small, like they're about the thickness of a hair. Mm-hmm. And if you have a hypodermic needle, which um, you can fit about 30 to 40 of acupuncture needles inside a hypodermic. So that at least gives you an idea of how thin they are. Right. You usually people feel initial something, a little poke, something. Sometimes just, just I have thing, patients yeah. that don't feel anything. Mark, a needle mm. is still a needle for some people. Well, yep. well, yeah, yeah. I think that the only time it's ever hurt, ever hurt me, mm-hmm. is if because you're going into the meridians and you're going into the blockages where they are. They're like little dams. Yeah. And sometimes if if they haven't been worked on or they're really bad, sometimes it's a little bit more of a prick than the others. But even then, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. And, and I think of the results you're going to get. You know, you're opening the dam, the water comes out, the energy flows through, <laughs> and wee, you're off again. <laughs> I've had acupuncture, and it's great. Like, yeah. I've had right shoulder issues my whole life, and I've, yeah, it has bailed me out of a jam many times. And cupping. Love all that Chinese medicine, goodness. Yeah, it's awesome. So, Frank, how do you think... Um, your training with your clients, the geriatric population, the disabled population, how do you feel like the exercise improves the quality of their life? Well, that is a, I hope we got some time because I could go on for years. You got a couple of minutes. That's about <laughs> all right. it, all right? Okay, so I'm going to do this as fast as I can. Okay. <laughs> so aside from helping them retain independence, which is really like a big, broad, generic term that we use for helping seniors improve mobility and the things that maintaining mobility allows them to do walking dressing eating all those things that people take for granted that they don't really know that it takes a baseline level of strength to lift a fork to your mouth right activities of daily living activities of daily living exactly so as far as helping them maintain their acti- their activities of daily living and you know helping them be able to walk it also there's a psychological benefit so even if a senior can't walk with walk on their own mm-hmm. without a gait belt assist or mm-hmm. um, someone standing next to them to make sure they don't fall there's a tremendous psychological benefit to just getting them out of a chair mm-hmm. and getting them into their walker and having them you know just walk Absolutely. every day mm. i hear you it helps circulation um it helps you know one of the things we deal with um mm-hmm. is is pain all the time because seniors have pain sciatica especially mm. the body over time contorts itself to your postural habits and when you get older you move less you sit more so when you're in a seated position, your the musculature in your core, it starts to shorten on the front side, which then pulls your hips to the front. Oh. And then when you go to stand up, 
your hips, there's actually tension on the front of your hips. And more, and more load, more, yeah, mm-hmm. right, that makes sense. So when that happens and your hips tilt forward, it actually kind of encroaches on the, the neurological uh, pathway where like the sciatic nerve sits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then you get, you know, pressure encroaching on the, the sciatic nerve. So right. a lot of times we look for the root of the problem. Right. So posture is a big well, deal. Well, well, you know, sure. you know, Cindy, Frank's talking about not just older people here. Oh, yeah. Everybody that sits all day. I t- I'm too much on a computer sitting all day. I don't get up enough and walk. Well, and everybody needs exercise. Everybody needs to do that, you, you know, know, because it's the same principle of what he's talking about. Right. And, and we, you know. No wonder uh, my golf has suffered. No, I, <laughs> I haven't got the power I used oh, to have. Oh, my gosh. Never no mind. kidding. Well. You know, in my business at Caring Senior Service, we're very much focused on giving our clients the control they need to stay at home. And part of that is encouraging independence and having our, you know, we we encourage our staff to help but not take over so that they still have that dignity. If they can brush their teeth, let them brush their teeth. But how do you, how does your team help clients regain functional strength? functional strength so generally um a majority of our of our function comes from our lower body Mm -hmm. so um being a majority of people that have issues later in life different health issues different complications um they lose a tremendous amount of lower body strength when they end up you know, after a hip surgery or whatever, they're in bed for a couple of weeks at a time. If they've also got other pre-existing conditions, um, like whatever diabetes, and they're they're having swelling issues, that becomes extremely painful. They're just not moving. They're just not moving right. exactly. So we get them up and we get them on their feet. Just being on your feet alone uh, provides a when you're as opposed to not being on your feet that'll increase a person's level of strength tremendously just standing them up and keeping them standing having them uh teaching them proper body mechanics so when they get in and out of a chair they're using their their um they're using gravity to their advantage so if you try to stand straight up out of a chair you'll find that you can't do it now i know our listeners are going to be shocked mark Mm -hmm. but i have um to say one thing and that is Sometimes when you want somebody to do one thing, they want to do another. So establishing trust with our clients, with your clients, with your patients, Cena, mm-hmm. that's critical to gaining cooperation. So give us just one or two ways that you immediately start establishing, your team starts establishing trust with your clients. How do you do that right off the bat? Well, so... The first thing uh, we do, or should I say don't do, is we don't walk in and start barking orders <laughs> at, at a person. You're there to help their life, make their life better. So what I tell my team is you have the most important part of their job is making their client like them. Well, that's Being a their friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've mm-hmm. got to, you've got to have a... Um, uh, you got to be able to connect with people. That you have I, to build a rapport and find out what what their goals are too, right? Exactly. We mm-hmm. always consult with our clients initially to find out what, what do they want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, maybe their mother call their um, their daughter calls us and they want X, Y, and Z for their mom, but mom is on a totally different wavelength. Mom is very happy in her rocker reading books. <laughs> I'm going to exactly. jump to Cena real quick. How many practitioners do you have at your clinic? 
Uh, right now we have four practitioners, myself, two other acupuncturists, and a licensed massage therapist that also does cranial sacral work. Nice. And it's it's really cool because the other two acupuncturists, I've worked really hard to get really quality practitioners. Mm-hmm. And the I have two practitioners that each have about 25 years experience. Um, and then myself have a little over 10, mm-hmm. or actually exactly 10. <laughs> um, and one of the practitioners is my mentor, Susan Pistaka. Oh, that's wonderful. And she's really good at what she does and very kind and caring. Mm-hmm. Another lady we have is Shanai Lily, mm-hmm. and she has a background in yoga and a lot of different abilities to, for stretching and different exercises. It might fall in line with what Frank does, right, just so that they can develop core strength and things like that. Right. Does your team collaborate with MDs to help facilitate functional medicine for your patients, especially those with chronic illnesses? Yeah, we we collaborate with a lot of different people. I have a lot of different groups that I work with, um, all ranges, right? I have a lot of people that do kind of geriatric care, and they'll mm-hmm. send their patients to us if they're looking for rehabilitation from a surgery um, or kind of in line with what Frank's doing, like working with PT and so that mm-hmm. people can regain abilities. So I have a lot of patients that come in on like Vantran and things like that, and then I have patients who are... Where I'm working with, um, let, let's say, um, counselors for you know kids, teenagers with anxiety. Really? Um, last year was a really rough year, so there's a yeah. lot of anxiety. Yeah, hmm. I have a friend, her 15-year-old, really, he was starting a new school. Um, he was starting at South Point, and he... Uh, he just struggled with being at home. Like, my son's happy as a pig in mud to stay in his room and play video games. So it's hard to get him out of his room. Does but, he do any study at all? Oh, my gosh. So, But her son was like, Mom, I want to go to school. I mean, he really had a hard time with that. Yeah. And I think that um, that is massively important work that you're doing with those oh, kids. Oh, and I love working with teenagers because they – the. All of the hardwiring isn't there yet that says right, in right. the brain that mm-hmm. I'm cemented this way, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of mental outlook, kind mm-hmm. of like we've all kind of addressed so far about how you are mentally in your head, how you see yourself, how you see yourself improving. Mm-hmm. Well, teenagers don't quite have that yet, right? right. So they're kind of, I always say they're made of rubber mm-hmm. still. You're sort of all over the place. Yeah. It doesn't matter, so right? So the acupuncture is extremely effective. I mean, you can reverse whatever symptom they're having within one treatment maybe two mm-hmm. and it can be life-changing for them do you work with kids on the autism spectrum at all i do mm-hmm. i have a lot of autistic and adhd well i was going to ask you you know what type of practitioners work at your clinic we touched on a little but it seems that you cover so much yeah you know and i know that you made a point of that you have a great team you're very fortunate possibly to have this team that you do i mean 25 years experience right all i hear and talk to are people who can't find the people they want right so you've you obviously you know at old pueblo have got it made yeah um but you seem to cover the whole spectrum from kids through to you know what yeah yeah and that's the beauty of it being a full traditional chinese medical clinic is that we meet you where you're at Mm -hmm. right it's kind of similar to what Frank was saying with his clients, right? You you meet the patient, you see what they want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And so it gives us a lot of flexibility. We can, you know, it's, um, I always visualize your health as you're on a river and right. there's going to be like bumps and dips and eddies and things that you get kind of tra- trapped <laughs> in, but we can adapt with you mm-hmm. along that journey. So it makes us really flexible. 
So you try and get them to go with the flow instead of, you know, pedaling upstream, huh? Yeah, we kind of meet them where they're at and go, what do you want to accomplish? Right. What's your main goal? I want to get well, dog. Yeah. And then we say, well, what does that look like to you? Right. You know, what is that going to be? Is it pain-free? Is it having a healthy gut? Is it being able to sleep? Because there's an idealism, right? This idealism, right? I get up, I go and exercise, I mm-hmm. work all day, and write mm-hmm. this kind of superhero idealism. Right. And then there's reality. Right, which yeah, right. is usually two different things. So we find out what's going to be manageable, tangible, and real-world application in their life. So uh, Old Pueblo is the clinic. That is located where? Uh, Old Pueblo Acupuncture. It's at 2450 North Pantano. That's North Pantano. Now, do you do home visits? I do not do home visits. The team doesn't go out. You, you prefer people to come to you. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. you've got the transit vans and so on. So exactly. That's good. So acupuncture definitely recommended, um, you know, listeners for all sorts of things. Uh, it really is amazing. I mean, it's been around for a few, you know, thousands of years. So I'm exactly. not going to argue with that exactly, Cindy, you know. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, so... I wanted to ask you about Twina therapy. Mm-hmm. I understand you guys started providing that last year, and I'm curious about Twina and its origins. Can you tell our audience a little bit more about that? Sure. So um, Twina is a traditional Chinese massage. Um, it means pu- pull grasp or push grasp. It's about actually having your hands on the muscle tissue. Mm-hmm. So um, we've we've done Twina the, the entire time at the clinic, and then have had different practitioners do it throughout the years. So it's um, a little bit in between a massage and shiatsu, right? So you're going to really work on the muscle beds. You're really going to work on, well, this muscle needs to be lengthened. This muscle needs to be shortened. Um, And we can work on that hands-on. And, like, that's where trigger point kind of came from is that twina where you can push on a muscle bed and release it. How old is when did that when did that start it's probably one of the first medicines of chinese medicine wow so um, we're talking thousands of years yeah or... thousands of years because it it's the first modalities of medicine all, across any culture is hands-on yep right how can i That's fix right. this yeah it's yeah. amazing, Mark. Hands on. You Hands can't on. Beat it. So what about, um, well, what's I'm, the word, modalities, I think? Yeah, oh. mm-hmm. I mean, the we talked about some of the other modalities of the treatments that you offer. Right. Um, wh- was the one that you were talking about, Mark, were they... Moxibustion. Is that what that was? Mm-hmm. With, mm. Where they burned something? Yeah. 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 I'm going to skip that one, I think. That just uh, sounds too crazy you don't, you, don't, you just feel the heat. It's like having a hot water bottle on your tummy. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that might be nice. Or, you know, when I you've might got try a, it. Yeah. Look, it's worth it. it. Get up to old Pueblo and say, hey, give me some moxie. Right? <laughs> it's, it's so healing. You'll That's love it. so funny. Well, you, as you guys know, Frank's a personal trainer, and his focus is on seniors, and... I'm thinking a lot of the different modalities that you guys do at Old Pueblo could help his clients and vice versa. Like your modalities could help with his exercise regimes. And I'm thinking some of his exercise regimes can help with your clients to reinforce those visits in between. Exactly. Yep. Frequency is key, right? To the exercise, to healing, and the more chronic a condition the more the frequent you should have some i agree with you cindy uh, frank i'm really starting to see that you know you two could work together i wonder <laughs> uh do you know of uh, any other clients uh, of yours that have utilized chinese medicine other than yourself 
Yes, I can't. Um, I mean, have you discussed it with them? Per, you know, uh, in particular, mm-hmm. um, do they ever bring it up to you, wondering maybe? I mean, you'd recommend it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, one of the most common issues I deal with every day is stroke. Oh really? Yeah, mm-hmm. because people who have strokes, they don't get nearly enough physical therapy covered by their insurance. So they need supplemental. That's a tough one. Rehab. There we go again. The insurance. There we go again. Can we do the auditorial again on insurance? Man, I tell you what, a show we did a couple of weeks ago really (laughs) opened my eyes. Look, the first company to come out in America and do the right thing, reinsurance, I'm telling you, they'll get it all. You know, not not only physical therapy, but... You know, functional medicine, complementary medicine, whatever the term of the day is Mm -hmm. for using something other than Western medicine, Mm -hmm. I believe should be covered by insurance, period, the end. Right. I do, too. But they keep cutting back on what they get now. So getting them to cover anything extra is like a shot in the dark. They're getting they're giving less PT and less OT. They they just Medicare just made another cutback into what they're willing to cover. It's it's not cool it, 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 at all it just seems to be getting more mountains to climb for the elderly yeah yeah you better be rich when you get old because well, it's going to cost a bundle well i'd be pretty jacked off if i fought for my country and you know oh yeah and now i'm in my years that i need looking after or you're dealing with something that happened you know while you were serving I your country fought my guts out for these brats i see today in the street and now i can't even get looked after come on it's ridiculous well, I, you know, and we've had other guests on our previous shows, and part of what we talk about is making a plan before there's a crisis or a health ep- episode. No, you know, we talked to be proactive. You have to be proactive. We talked last uh, month about, you know, picking your home care agency that you want to use, picking your skilled care nursing agency, you know, pick your providers before you get sick. And, you know, make sure that you know what's private pay and what's paid by insurance because you will be surprised. And also, one of, a, one of the great questions that you can ask your folks is if they have long-term care insurance because they probably bought it when they were much younger in 1960 or something, and they don't even remember that they have it now. Yeah, so sometimes. asking your parents to dig out those policies will help immensely pay for some of this treatment. Oh, yeah. Long-term care policies will actually cover treatments like Cena's and treatments like and mine. And mine. All of And us. yours, yeah. Absolutely. So. That's fabulous. That's what we try to do in the show is find those little golden nuggets of information for our listeners, which we're proudly uh, here because thanks to Caring Senior Service, who are our major sponsors of the show, and we can be heard every um, every Monday. Uh, what is it? Every other Monday, isn't it? <laughs> I forget uh, that. The okay. first Monday of every month there is our go. goal. That's it. I'm only kidding around. First Monday of every month. And, of course, that's live. But after that, on demand, wherever you want it, on all sorts of platforms all across the place, including Spotify and, and um, uh, God, you know, Google iTunes and, and, and Apple and on it goes. There are hundreds of them around the place, right? So you can do that. But we need to have a word from our sponsor. Hi, my name is Jeff Salter, and I'm the founder and CEO of Caring Senior Service. To celebrate 30 years of caring and to launch our movement to close the gap in senior care, I'll be riding my electric bike 9,000 miles to visit our 45 locations across the U.S. Along the way, I hope to raise awareness of the needs of seniors in every community. We need more people to become caregivers, 
more technology focused on senior needs, and we need more entrepreneurs starting senior care related businesses. To learn more, go to CaringSeniorService.com. So one of the things, Cindy, you brought up before with Frank's about falling. It is. Uh, Fall risk is a huge concern in our community, and I'm wondering how you work with physical therapists to maximize their care plan and your exercise plan for for clients to help prevent falls. So for example, if you have a new client and they're just, um, let's say they're at a rehab, you know that they have home health for PT, OT, but the PT is only coming maybe once every week, once every two weeks, and they really need a lot more care. So do you interface with that agency um, so that you can work, t- so that you both are working towards each other's goals. Absolutely. Okay. Good. Um, we have lots of physical therapists that refer us directly, and a lot of times when they refer somebody, I'll get all their information. Obviously, after they've gotten permission from the the patient, of course, I'll get all their information and everything my team needs to know before mm-hmm. I, I before I even show up for our evaluation. So, and then we look to stay in communication with each other throughout the process because if you've had a if you're 85 years old and you've had a major operation four six eight sessions of physical therapy is not going to be enough because whatever caused that issue Mm -hmm. if it's a physical issue like a like a hip or a knee that's due to something that your body has been adjusting to for a long time so if someone's hip wears out or their knee wears out, that there's something in their me- in their body mechanics that caused it to fail, usually, not always. Mm. But when you're working with somebody, you have to address what caused the issue right? and what's going to keep them from ru- ruining their new parts and being able to continue on with their, their new part and getting their balance improved from where it was before, which right. led them into their issue. You, I, you know what's going to happen, Cindy, don't you? What? you got to just be able to ring up Amazon and, and get a new knee and uh, sizes zip to zip and this one here. Oh, well, get a hip while you're at it, honey. <laughs> it, it's almost like that. I mean, my husband had a hip replacement in 2019. Mm-hmm. So I used to always say, stop being such a baby. Your leg doesn't hurt that much because right. I have compassion for my clients and my employees, not so much for my husband. Oh, God, I I'd love it. to be married to you. Right. Frank. I know. I know. Dr. Senna Kimbrell, I need to ask you this. How can your therapies help reduce falls in our senior community? Yeah. Um, So one of the things we work on is pain. So let's say they're not going to be limping. They're not going to be favoring something because it hurts. Mm -hmm. Right? If they're favoring their right hip and kind of dragging their right foot, they're more risk at falling, that type of thing. So And it, it falls into that preventative category. Right, so let's get you fixed. Let's get you strengthened up. A lot of times, I do pair up with PT. So I say, oh, yeah. let's let's work with a chiropractor or a PT and get everything working correctly, so that you don't have issues. And then one of the questions, Great. Mark, I want to throw in for both of you is when you when you're serving a client or a patient, ask them if they have home care services because if they do. We, like if it was my agency, we would ask that the caregiver be there when you're there, Frank, or um, even on an appointment with your clinic Mm -hmm. so that you all can teach 
the caregivers as experts to help them with range of motion as prescribed so that they're doing it the right way so that they're not just doing it the way they mm. think it should be done they're doing it away the way you guys think it yeah, should be perfect done. i have had a few clients that they come with their caregiver and i show the caregiver perfect that's good isn't it mm -hmm. you, you that you encourage that it's helpful because a lot of times they can't do it themselves um, or they need help you know with a portion of it mm -hmm. so and they and like she said like cindy was saying you know you want to make sure you're doing the move correctly you know right wanna, you don't want to cause more problems right. exactly because <laughs> that happens people think they're doing something oh, the sure. right way yeah. and they're they end up they end up you know uh, contributing to more issues and that just leads them down the well i think for all of us you know do no harm right right yeah. exactly so we have to think about that and and <clears throat> talking about falls i have to throw this in there because <laughs> we have a big event coming up and yep you better believe it i know we're so excited about it. so caring senior services having a fundraiser um we're welcoming our founder jeff salter to tucson on july 12th and at the savoy opera house at three o'clock jeff's riding his electric bike nine thousand miles to visit all of our offices across the nation which is just well, nuts and we told him he was nuts <laughs> but he's this time of the year that is crazy it is crazy but he has a little trailer behind him so they camp sometimes they stay in a hotel but i don't even know where he's at right now last time i heard he was in new york but he's using an electric bike to demonstrate that everybody needs assistance and there's no way he would have ridden nine thousand miles on a regular bicycle so the our our office um, to raise awareness about fall prevention and help celebrate Caring Senior Services 30-year anniversary. I think that Mark and I may be live at the event. Yeah, we'll be talking about that. It should be a lot of fun why we don't go. There's a lot of people to interview for the show, and he'll, be, he'll have some good stories to tell. But it's the cause. I love the cause. And, and, and the cause is that you know we want to raise ten thousand dollars in tucson for our grab the bars campaign so for every two our our company goal is a hundred thousand but for tucson it's ten ten thousand and the funds are going to be used to install grab bars in our seniors homes 250 dollars will buy the grab bars and install them and so ten thousand dollars equals 40 homes with grab bars mark uh, and would i be asking a dumb question if everybody understood what a grab bar is well, a grab bar usually is in the bathroom, typically, and there's usually one by the toilet and one by the shower, so that when you're, well, Frank can probably answer this better than me, but when you're getting into the, in the and out of the shower. The objective of them is to what? Is to prevent falls. So you can grab this thing if you're halfway down, or you can grab it in the beginning before you start to go. Well, hopefully you're exactly. hanging on to it as you're getting in and out. And then of the you can shower. even hang on to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as long as it's put on correctly and doesn't come off in your darn hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. had clients pull them right there out of the wall because See? the morning he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, that'd be right. Some well, probably blow through some caretaker. What do you call them? Part time singing a jig on the way through uh, to, to Phoenix or something. It's the job. Yeah, or, we've got to support our local trade guys and our people who are here all the time and our people here do who are bona fide and do wonderful work absolutely you know because there are rat bags that don't do and they're off well a lot of times it's it's not when a professional is called it it's when like somebody has you know joe schmo the neighbor help him out right or, right that's or exactly right herself or, <laughs> well oh, and your uncle steve yeah 
he he used to fix something in the backyard. He can do it. <laughs> exactly. And Money will save us a bundle. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're grabbing onto the towel rack yeah, to get shower, in and out of the, the shower, shower curtain, right. and the towel rack falls. So grab bars are super important. Yeah. So. Yeah, everybody's going to need them at some point in their life. Seriously. So it's a good thing. So let's just look at those numbers again, because I think you went through them fairly quickly. The goal for Tucson is to raise only $10,000, yep. which sounds like a lot, but it's not. Right. Right. In, in this wonderful city, when it comes to things like this, grab the bars campaign is what it's called. Right. But company wide, right? $100,000 we want to raise. All across America. Now, these funds will be used to install grab bars in our seniors' homes. Yep. So 250 smackaroos, right? Yep. It'll put two grab bars in a home. Yep. So $10,000 is 40 homes yep. with grab bars. We obviously want to, you know, have more. We recognize that, you know, here's the thing. We recognize that a lot of companies... A lot of individuals really suffered last year through COVID-19. We talked about Frank's business. He, he had a 70% decrease yep. in revenue. Mm -hmm. So it would be unfair and unkind for me to say, hey, Frank, how, do you, how much do you want to donate to the fundraiser? You know, but there are a lot of people mm -hmm. that thrived during um, COVID. And, and I, I just wanted to make it... Uh, a perfect opportunity to challenge our community to beat our goals. So yes, we've kind of set the bar low, but we're gonna put a scan code on the podcast site, the email that, well, Mark will tell you about the email that we send out after the show. What's really important about the code is that it'll take you directly to my name and that money that's donated will stay in Tucson. So it's not gonna end up at an office in New York. That's so that good. code is really good. You just you just hover your phone over it, it'll take you to the site. And let's say somebody wants to donate, but you know, they didn't win the mega millions <laughs> and they want to donate five dollars. Five dollars is five dollars. That's part of the grab bar campaign. Mm. Twenty people give five dollars, that's a hundred bucks. That's right. That's, That's right. right. So y'all don't forget that. So in having said that, one of the biggest gaps in senior care is fall prevention. And every 11 seconds, a senior is treated at the emergency room for a fall. Did you know that, Mark? Every 11 seconds? Every 11 seconds. That, that seems a little heavy. No, nope. I mean, that's real life numbers. Book. Whoa. See how smart we see, are. See, see how bad then. Um, well, has serious. It's very serious. And the cost of their treatment. The industry is. I mean. I, yeah. The cost of an average fall is $30,000, but many of these falls can be prevented. So, you know, if uh, we can prevent these falls, you guys, it saves money. It saves their dignity of recovery. And, you know, they're not always in the bathroom either. Some people get no. their floors done in their garages. Beautiful, yep, lovely, that, that fresh. In their trash cans. Nice thing done. Bingo. Slip on that. And then, then the trash cans. I mean, there's, there are lots of different ways we take for granted that we move around and do things. But as you get older... You have to think about things a little bit more and just be a little bit more careful. Well, Mark, the, the, the fact of the matter is, is that if you're 92, you have comorbidities, meaning that you have a lot of medical things going on, you have a chronic illness, anything like that. If you fall and break your hip and you have to go to the hospital, you know, a lot of seniors don't make it through these falls. They they may not make it through the surgery, right, 
um, yeah. seen it because of anesthesia. Mm-hmm. They may not make it because they're just too weak to diabetes survive. The, and diabetes. Tremendous amounts of issues. It's huge. And so this year, mm. we're going to focus on closing the gap in, in fall prevention with our Grab Bars initiative. And Grab the Bars are simple. They're cost-effective. Um, they prevent falls by providing seniors with the support they need to navigate their home. So we we just hope that our community will get behind us yeah. and support this cause. It's just the first year with the project, you know. It is. But it'll be a wonderful start if we could get those numbers that you're off. And and it's going well and truly for a very good cause. And you never know, you could be one of those that gets it. I started it out, my donation's in there from my office, and we'll so, kick So why more. did you focus on grab bars? Other than there's one every 11 seconds. I mean, there's lots of things out there, but you really focused on this. You know... Uh, when uh, Jeff Salter, our founder, when he started looking at, at how he wanted to celebrate our 30th anniversary, there's, like you said, Mark, there's a million things we could focus on. We could all sit here for hours and hours and hours and talk about failures in the healthcare system or yep. anything like that. And and when we started going through the statistics of falls, the cost of the aftermath of falls, um, you know, it was just very clear that Grab Bars was an inexpensive solution that would help an awful lot of people. So, um, I just had a thought, you know, maybe we should visit one of the big uh, box stores there because they, they would sell those, wouldn't they? Well, we have, we have a relationship with contractors and um, manufacturers for okay. our Grab Bars, and that's why we were able to get it down to $250 to purchase the two Grab Bars and, ah, that's and install cool. them. And it, it'll make Frank's job a lot easier because, honestly, if Frank and Cena truly, if y'all can help strengthen people and help them with their balance, help them, you know, Mark, I just have to say this. So my mother had, what do you call it when you get dizzy? She had dizzy vertigo. 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 Okay. And she had vertigo so bad, but she had it at night, and it was so horrible for her. Well, we... You know, she went through the cardiologist to make sure her heart. We went through all of the stuff, all to find out she had a crystal in her ear, a crystal that mm-hmm. was making her have vertigo and mm-hmm. be so sick. Mm-hmm. And well, it's the inner. It's like an inner ear problem. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's the calcium. The calcium buildup in your ears. Mm-hmm. It rolls around, and um, as you get older, sometimes they uh, they start to kind of. Reposition themselves. Yes, they and do. And if they are not where they're supposed to be, your proprioception and inner ear balance also. Well, that's a horrible stuff. thing because I personally can talk on this one. <laughs> and I was uh, by myself in Bangkok many years ago, and I had this problem, vertigo. And I was just in the hotel room. I was going to get into a shower and uh, freshen up to go out for the evening, and boom, I hit the floor. And I didn't know what the devil it was. It scared, you know, the living daylights out of me. But finally, when I could get up, I got to the phone, got the room service. They got the local doctor in, and he was explaining to me that this is what you've got an inner ear, scenario. It's an infection, whatever, at this particular time. But it can affect the whole balance right. infrastructure. And that's a similar thing with the calcium. You know, it's very frightening. I mean, I fall, and I don't 
there's nothing wrong with me. I've, I've, my office. Well, that's a matter of opinion, but still. I, seriously, <laughs> I have, my office has stairs. I think I've fallen down those stairs like four times. Oh my my husband is uh, like, what is wrong with Well, you? you're a drunk, let's face it. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> there's too much wine in the office, I guess. I don't know, but I told, I don't know. What do you I, mean you're canceling this show? <laughs> <laughs> right. Canceling the show, Mark. There you go. Right. I got news falls. for you. You signed a contract, period. I, I know. No. I have a question for both of you. Ooh. I have a Careful. question. Here Wait. It comes. Um, so I've been asking this question to all of our guests. It's um, not something I wrote down, so don't don't throw anything at me, Mark. <laughs> but um, last year, we all had a very challenging year, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to ask both of you, what did you learn or what practice that you implemented that really stuck with you that you're going to take forward and continue to do or observe or practice what do you think frank or cena either one of you Hmm. my thing that i saw the most for myself and in patience was the ability to implement self-care right good it was huge we've seen patients that have started drinking more water and going for walks and um, spending time with their immediate family that they were in, you know, lockdown with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really helped a, a lot. I've watched patients lose weight and have better mental health because they're in a healthier work system. Mm-hmm. So ideally for myself as well, I'm trying to stay in that self-care mode that all of the other outside influences don't necessarily have to come back. They're not necessarily healthy. That's super important, and I also think that a lot of people like I. I am a. I am guilty and admittedly a workaholic. No, no question about it. Um, but having having the time to spend with my family more, and I also have a thirteen year old at home now. He just turned thirteen. Uh, I might change my mind as he gets further and deeper into teenagehood, but it makes me, it kind of gets me out the door to get home. And then I started dieting because I gained all this weight during COVID. And so now I have to go home to get my four ounces of protein that my the husband COVID 30, the COVID 30. Yep. I, yeah, yeah. What about you, Frank? No, she's marvelous, Frank. If she turns sideways, I can't see her now. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. She's done a pretty good job. I want to ask, uh, yeah, you were asking Frank then what, what you got out of it. What's, what's the big thing for you? So, well, there's... Survival? <laughs> there's so many things you learn when uh, your essentially recession-proof business yeah. gets cut. By seventy yeah, percent, the smithereens. Yeah. Uh, some of the worst things I, I ever had to do happened last year. I, I so when I when I started hiring employees back in twenty fifteen, um, I told myself that um, I was never going to need to lay anybody off because I have strong values and business practices, mm-hmm. and I don't. I don't put my my employees' incomes, you know, in jeopardy because I like to live, you know, better than my my means are and, and things like that. And um, I had just last year in I guess the end of March, I had just hired a kid who had just graduated from the U of A, mm-hmm. and um, I had to let him go. 
Yeah. That's and painful. I, I dreaded that con. I dreaded that yeah. phone call for because I, I was contemplating whether I was going to be able to keep him or not. But mm-hmm. I knew the longer I kept him, you know, the the harder the bit. More is lost by indecision than yep. wrong decision. Correct. So when you get hit like that as a business owner, you got you got to make some choices pretty quick. You do, and it's hard because... Very hard being a business owner, period. You yeah. know, it's one of the most uh, over, highly overrated uh, scenarios it can be unless you love what you do. And all three of you love what you do. Yeah. And, you know, and that's, that's, a, that's a wonderful thing. To it be is. able to help and love and care and give, and but love what you do because it comes from the heart. Frank, you're a personal trainer, a setter, acupuncturist, a specialist in Chinese medicine. Well, matter of interest, why did you go down that field? What led you to that? I mean, you don't look Chinese to me. I mean, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anything history there? Or? I, um, I was the first RH factor baby to live in Arizona. That's where the mom's blood attacks the fetus's blood like a tumor and tries to abort the baby. And um, so I was really sick. I was born at two pounds, and, you know, my... They evac my mother from Flagstaff down here to Tucson. I think you still weigh two pounds <laughs> from where I sit. <laughs> Poor little thing. Small. You must have been in a shoebox just about. <laughs> right. La Matchbox, yeah. No. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> At least you're not a fiery redhead. I'll give you that. A little tink tink. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it, it put me up for a life of struggle with my health. Mm-hmm. I had no immune system. So by the time I was 12, I had taken every antibiotic under the sun. Right. Um, you know, X, Y, and Z. Then at 14, I started studying my own health and just figuring it out myself. I was fortunate enough to grow up on the Navajo Reservation mm-hmm. and work with an amazing family that took me in. And they're my best friend, and it was her dad, and he's a medicine man. And mm-hmm. so he started teaching me and teaching me how to take on to co- fix my health and fix others. And, and um, it just stuck. And as I got older and had my own son, I realized I was always studying health. So Mm. I wanted to find what was a good fit for me. So I went and mentored under like an apprentice-type program. I went and called up people, the fields I was interested in, and said, can I work with you for, you know, three, six months, shadow you, see Mm -hmm. if this is a good fit. I worked with an herbalist, a naturopath, a homeopathic, and a traditional Chinese medical doctor, and I worked with her for about three months, had no idea about the medicine. Mm-hmm. And and she said, oh, if you don't go and get this degree and go to school for this, I'll take you down there myself. You have a <laughs> gift for this and that well, I, haven't, I haven't seen. So I, I love it. I'm so, like you said, like mm-hmm. we love what we do. No, it's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and uh, folks, all their backgrounds, both Frank and Senators, will be up on the site on Tucson Business Radio site, their photographs, their contact details, and their bios. So we didn't go deep into all about their past and everything today, uh, or Frank's shady past or anything else. We never know. <laughs> Frank, what led you to be so caring about the physical side of things for people, and particularly elderly people well i was really close with my grandparents both my mom's mother and my dad's dad um my my grandfather on my dad's side pretty much raised me for a period of my life so i always kind of looked up to my elders and i was Mm -hmm. very like my mom's mom um she died of alzheimer's so when i had when i had taught that first class at, at starfish um and i got done with it I walked out of there and I said, never again. 
I said to myself, I said, I'll never do that again. That was just, that was just too, that's just. Too emotional for you? Just, yeah. Just, I was just like, I'm a Leo. I don't do emotions very well anyways. <laughs> but, Leo uh, the lion, huh? Oh boy. But the, I, I was just like, I can't, first of all, I don't want to get that old. Okay. Right. I have no desire to get that old. Um, it, it's kind of what happens as a human being though. Well, yeah, it does. Um. I know, and and I'm still in denial. So just let me live there for a little while. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm well, not you, that old. Just keep so doing for the those good of you, right? Yeah. Those of you that do not know Frank, for as long as I've known him, he has been like obsessed with working out. So he takes very good care of himself, and I think it's a blessing that you're taking yeah, care of others. Yeah, very good for. I would like to meet him in a dark alley. I can tell you that. <laughs> one arm alone. It well, I stay. I. I'm at home by sundown, so you're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm asleep by nine, so be that one. You know, I'm in bed by. And, and I'm, well, uh, and I want to say congratulations yeah. to you. Thank well you. Done. Yeah. Thank you. It's uh, not every day you get engaged, engaged, is it? Yes. No, it's not Not every day. And come on, who is she? Where is she from? Uh, her name is Rasha. She's from Egypt. Oh. Yep. Does she I belly wonder, dance for you and all that jazz? Uh, I tried the other night. She's still very shy. But, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, Mark! This is a this is a community show. Oh okay. <laughs> and we're gonna just Sin is keep it nice and nice and clean. Keep it PG, no, people PG enjoy PG the show. The they told here. me they like a laugh, and that's good. So and, does she? Does know. she have a temper like redheads and Italians? <laughs> and I don't know what the Egyptian uh, version of that is. Um. She doesn't take any shit from me, which I love. Hot, hot blood, huh? Thank goodness. And and my darling, don't ever take any crap from him. I, I'll have your back. I will have your back. That's well, so I need funny. I need her to be that way because I am. I can be extremely. I can be an extremely selfish individual. I won't lie. It cost me my first marriage. So. Um, She'll train you up. What is it with all you guys? I never got married until I was 46 for the first time. You know, 47, in fact. That's why, because you waited till you were older. I, I couldn't I couldn't stand to be divorced. I mean, I couldn't stand breakups when I was dating, never mind divorcing. There is a big difference what, between... You marry too young in this country. Yes. You're bored by 22. Well, was, you've done everything. I was 30 when I got married the first time. Well, well there you go. So, 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 listen, 29, I guess. We've got a minute left. How, Frank, how where's your address? Your... Go on. Sorry. 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 Nope. nope. We just tripped up on each other. Sorry, guys. That's all right. Come on, pull it together. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I just because we're running out of time. I just want to make sure that people verbally can write down your address now or how to contact you, Frank. Oh, well, best way to contact me is by phone, 520-609-1180. Or you can find us on Facebook. We have a very excellent social media following mm -hmm. and a growing brand on Facebook. So. Okay, so that's good. And and uh, keep up the good work, because you do do marvelous work, and you'll build up again. You know, things are coming back slowly, but uh, oh, you had a great reputation before We're fully COVID. recovered from the pandemic. Oh, well, that's great. Right that's on. good to hear. At Senna, you, you're doing okay? Yeah, we're as, doing From a good. business standpoint, because, I mean, you are in business. As much as you love helping people, you've got to survive. Exactly. Well, you won't keep the doors open to helping exactly. people. Exactly. Everybody's got to eat. Everybody's got to eat, the whole business. Any special last message from you before we go? Um, I love to help people and if people have questions they can even just contact us and get a consultation see if we're a good fit for them and your address again old pueblo um it's the website is oldpuebloacupuncture.com the physical address is 2450 north pantano and the phone number is 7229101 
Fantastic. I just want to thank you both. It was an honor to have you both. And thank you for taking care of our seniors and our community. It's so important. So we appreciate y'all being here. Thank you, Cindy. We enjoyed being here. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It was great having you. Home Care Today, where you get to meet the who's who of the Tucson home care industry. The podcast is live streamed at 3.30 p.m. every first Monday of the month and on demand on most popular podcast platforms. Questions or suggestions, please contact C. Scheller at caringinc.com or Mark Bishop at businessradiox.com. Home Care Today is a Mark Bishop media production.